I was recently in Chicago for a wedding, and I had the opportunity to speak to Rabbi First. As I saw him by the wedding, nobody was bothering him, so I uh, took advantage. And we were discussing some uh, halacha topics, and I specifically asked him some questions on Afrosh Hashanah. I'm giving Shiram on it now. And what does the, the Paisik hold on the following questions? So, we mentioned in the previous year that there are two ways how, how to measure things halachically. One of them, and this comes up in Hilchas Mikvois, definitely comes up in Hilchas Chala. How do we measure? So the most basic way to measure is standard volume. We'll go with the size of an egg. And you have, let's say, by Chala, the halacha is 43 at 0.2 eggs is the amount of dough, is the amount of flour, technically, that requires a fresh chala. So you figure out how much is an egg, and you do the math, and you come up with your answer. However, the Gemara Imsachim and in other places tells us there's another way how to measure a mikvah, how to measure the shear of chala, and that is by etzbois, measuring by fingers. And the problem is, as, as the Tzlach, the Nadi Behuda, points out on his commentary to Hilchas Chala, the math doesn't add up. You have a different conclusion, a different measurement if you go with the egg versus going with fingers. So what do you do? How do you reconcile those two? So we said last week, last time that the Tzlach says perhaps the eggs have gotten, gotten smaller over the years. Everyone comes up with their own explanation of why the measurement isn't parallel to the measurement of, of the fingers. Either way, it's two different measurements. So how do we pass and what do we do? So we said that if you would go with the, the volume of eggs, so technically, anytime you have at least 11 cups of flour, you would, you would make a bracha on a freshest challah, you would do a freshest challah with a bracha, and you, you would be going with the shear of the volume of an egg. However, if you're going with the other shear, so we said, let's say like Rav Moshe Feinstein, so it would, it would take about 16 cups of flour for one to be chayev in our freshest challah. So I asked him the following question, that when it comes to many halachas, we aren't necessarily looking for all the chumras. We go with the, the standard shear. Yes, of course, there's a bigger shear if you want to be yoytz, all the shitas, but why are we here by Hafashas Chala? Are we specifically, you know, that your classic Paisik will tell you, don't make a bracha unless you use, you know, five pounds of flour or 16 cups of flour, which is a more precise measurement. Why are we so careful when it comes to Hafashas Chala? And don't tell me that, well, of course you should do Hafashas Chala when you have more than 11 cups of flour, but don't make a bracha until 16 cups of flour based on the concept of Suffolk Brachas Lahaka. That... In order, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I might be making a bracha levatala. So therefore, don't make a bracha unless you are certain that you have this year. So I asked first the following, that we, we never do this. If you look in halacha, let's say, a revius. So your classic uh, question of, can one make a kome kiddush on schnapps, Shabbos morning. So forget about the Hamar Medina component, but let's say you're making Kiddush on Schnapps. So the Mishnah Ruhr says, use Ravias. There are those other Poiskim, the Marsham, the, uh, the Rapshitza, many that did not say you need a Ravias for, for uh, Schnapps. Shabbos morning Kiddush, different discussion. But your Poiskim will tell you, okay, take a cup and have at least three ounces of batch for, for your Ravias. Now, three ounces is going with the shear of the Bayim, the shear of the eggs, which is the smaller shear. When it comes to Bachachrona, when it's Yaki Kazas, in order to make a Bachachrona, nobody says, let's use the bigger shear before I make a Bachachrona. 
Ah, you're making a bracha. Maybe you're making bracha tava. Okay. For all intents and purposes, at least on the Durabana level, we go with the smaller shear. So how come by our first chala are we so careful? That you people would not make a bracha unless they're being yaitza both uh both 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 the shiurim, the shiurim of the baitsim, the baim, the eggs, and the shear of the etzbois of fingers. So by first in his uh humble way, so he turned to me and said, No, what do you say? Talk of a question, what do you say? He gave me an opportunity to uh, to respond before he gave uh, a response. So I I originally said my my uh, cynical response was that someone wrote a safe for forty years ago, and in his opinion he felt that the Chazanish and those other Paiskim were correct, and therefore the Shiurim should be the bigger Shir, like the Tzlach. And everyone else is just quoting him. They didn't uh, put two and two together. They're simply just quoting the bigger Shir without realizing that all year round, let's say Dal Kaisis, we go with the smaller Shir. So that was my uh, cynical uh, response. Um, I also told him that one of my colleagues at the CRC told me that perhaps since the night of Yehuda himself, when he, when he brought, that, brought this issue to light, that there are two different shiurim, he was specifically discussing the halachas of chala. So maybe I'll covered for the night of Yehuda. When it comes to chala, we won't make a bracha unless you have both, uh, both shiurim, the shiurim of the eggs, and the shiurim of, of that spice. So he didn't like either of these uh, two, two poss- possibilities that I proposed. He thought perhaps we could take a different angle, that chala essentially is one of the mitzvahs in the Torah. It's a, it's a pasuk and chumish. Reishis arisei seichem, t'nu l'ashem t'mah, you have a mitzvah d'arisei of Arshat Chava. You're going to tell me that today only a mitzvah d'arabanon? He said, but since it has this zeichah, that has this component of a mitzvah d'arisei that's explicit in the pasuk, people are more careful, and you don't want to make a bracha unless you have the full shear. So I, uh, I respectfully, you know, debated with him, and I said, Kiddush, Kiddush Friday night, we all hold Kiddush Friday night as a mitzvah d'arisei to make Kiddush Friday night, and it happens to be the Halacha says, once you use the big shear, because it's Shabbos, and it's a child of the rice, so use the big shear. Kiddush and if everyone uses more shear, they're learning more Kiddush and if it's also similar to Kiddush that it cleans the rice. So number is the classic example of a din that has no Ikram and Atayra, that has nothing to do with the rice. It's just mere shalat yashaka tayra. So example is coming. When you have bleed of cha, the lowest level hashring And the example is used. You can be oichel of achikach mafresh. So many halachas, so many leniencies when it comes to chal chutzlaretz. And for it's very difficult to say that chal chutzlaretz is similar to a rice. Therefore, we're mocking on the future. So he simply said, "You have a question? He wonders why specifically by chal? Don't short the bracha. You know, how we don't make a bracha on the smaller shear, the 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 eleven cups of flour. So once we started talking chal, I told him no." It's, it's off that people say that four pounds of flour is a, is a matter of time. So he perhaps, for people, they definitely yoytze all the shittas. The truth is, the most common question I get as a rabbi, as a you know, a part-time rabbi, is that some, uh, we'll eat a recipe using a five-pound bag of flour, but the recipe calls for take five pounds of flour minus two cups or the like. So that's the classic Shaila rabbi. Do I still have to go uh, on that? So perhaps it's easier to remember by giving the five pounds, but but uh, five pounds is lav daf. In fact, the first himself, interestingly, he's on five pounds. He always needed about five, four pounds for you to make a bra. And in fact, some of the Heimischer companies started making six-pound bags of of, of hot gluten flour for Hala. I guess the new recipe is to make to be yaitz all the shittas, even the chazanish, Rabbi first, before you make a bracha. But that is not the uh, standard uh, shittah. The standard shittah would be 
You know, if you want to be yotze both shitas, use 16 cups of flour in order to, to make a bracha. Because the weight will be different based on the grain of the flour. As you can imagine, oat flour should weigh either more or less, do the math, look online, than wheat flour and whole wheat flour. And therefore, the most accurate thing would be is to use 16 cups. It happens to be using 5 pounds as your uh, measurement. Kemat, you'll never have a problem. If you're making a bracha on 5 pounds, no matter what uh, grain you use, you'll have... At least most of the opinions that would say you should indeed make a bracha on this hafrasha. So just to recap, my argument is that even on 11 cups of flour, one should make a bracha. And halachali, if someone does that, you're not doing anything wrong. That's what we do when you make alamichya on your uh, on your cookie, when you make a kiddush, yantif night, and a small cup by dal kaisas or the like. So you're relying on that, on that share. If you want to be a little extra careful, so then only make a bracha when you have 16 cups of flour. So in the next recording, Mirtz Hashem will discuss an interesting shayla that was discussed way back in the Mishnayis. And for many years, maybe 1,500 years, we didn't even think about this question. And slowly it has come to light. This is the question of how whole wheat flour is produced. It's not exclusively produced this way. But we'll get into what the shayla is, the ramifications for matzah and Pesach, for kezayis, for our first obviously, to be continued.